Hello, this is Janet Gallon welcoming you to Love Letters Live. And I will tell, well, I'm going to have a whale of a time, I can tell. I think we all are. My guest today is Johanna Sigmund, who is a photographer with a specialty. You say hello and say what your specialty is and the name <laughs> of your book. And let's start Absolutely. there. Hi, everybody. My name is Johanna Sigmund, as, uh, as Janet said. Uh, my book is entitled In Good Company. And it is a book of portraits of people with their pets. And this ain't like your other pet portraits. These are frozen moments. Another interviewer used that phrase and is like, oh my God, yes, that's exactly what they are. They're these frozen moments. They are the relationship and the connection between people and their pets. So it's not just, I'm here, here's my cat, my dog, my cow, whatever oh, it is. Oh, good. Okay. I, I'm hoping that at some point you'll hold up a couple of pages. Oh, I can, let me see. I can, uh, the, uh, Harlan didn't send you something? Okay. I can probably share with you. We can talk a little about, bit about that. Well, we could, I, we could talk about that later, but, you know, I want to know. Mm -hmm. uh, I mean, you are, you've taken on kind of an important role, I think. You are documenting or recording. Mm-hmm. One of humankind's most important relationships. Yep. Yeah. Would you say? Oh, that's a wonderful way of looking at it. Yes. I I think, I mean, I, I think that uh, humans have had companion animals for as long as there have been humans. And so there is clearly something very visceral and very fundamental, fundamentally important about having some sort of connection with our wild counterparts you know oh, that, okay, so that's kind of an interesting I, I never thought of that connection right but what my question to you is what is it about people and dogs I start with what is it about dogs but people and dogs you know when you see uh, over the years mm -hmm. you know even like a president of the United States if they get a dog it is front page news yes and there are pictures of the family what ugh, I, I, as I say, I barely know where to begin. What? Because think, it, go yeah. ahead. I think okay. So again, you know, this is this is my interpretation. This is this is my belief that I do believe that animals are how we reconnect with our humanity, and that is the most important thing. Because as humans, we we have all we have an intellect, which which arguably some other animal other species do not, but. In our intellect, we get into our head and out of our heart. And that's oh. when we get into trouble. And so I think that animals, you and I could be talking, having this very grown-up conversation, and your pet could come in, and all of a sudden, we're both like, oh, okay. You know, so, yeah. So, so here's my next question. Yeah. And I want to know, I I have a dog for the uh -huh. first time in my life. I, two years ago, a rescue. He is smarter than I am. And, and I'm up, I think I'm up there. Yeah. But, um. This this animal is so smart, and just communicates. And I, you know, there is something about seeing a person with a pet, a person who is good to a pet, and having a moment that makes you trust the person. Right. But more than that, in communicating, mm -hmm. you have you have pets. Uh, I, I no longer have pets, no. Okay, well, when you did, I ask people this now. Mm -hmm. Do you speak gibberish to your dog? All the time. Uh -huh. And it's not just gibberish, it's also baby talk. It, uh, it, 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 uh, 
they literally bring us back to the heart to that you know when 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 people talk to babies it's because they're out of their head so there's no more shame there's no more ego there's nothing so it's just oh, good. emotion and and that's what that's what um that is exactly what I try and get from people I, okay. I did a shoot once where uh the owner was an owner of something called box brothers a shipping and mailing mailbox thing and he wanted to do a shoot and his uh and I said well would you get into a box for me and he goes oh yeah sure so people will be childlike and and genuine and unashamed and vulnerable I would say and uninhibited yes uninhibited in as long as they're with their pet and when and then you know when I set up these these sessions which most of the preparation happens before I don't just show up with a my my camera and my lights there's a whole intake that goes on so that I can create a concept that is specific to that person and their pet that pet it doesn't exist anywhere else they won't look like anybody else's because those people are unique and their relationship is unique and so all of that goes on before I even get yes, there so yes nice so there's setting an emotional but I, I want to point something out and ask what you think sure you said yes gibberish baby talk they're not the same no I have no baby talk counts on using actual words Oh, but it's the tone. It was well, the tone and how you pronounce them. And yeah, you yeah. Know, um, yes, baby talk. I mean, you yeah. might even, you know, I can't even think of because I don't speak baby talk. Yes. Not to children, not to, I do gibberish. And I will t see, and I, I can do baby talk, by the way, yeah. in my own language. Uh -huh. I mean, you know, I don't do it. I'm a, I would be ashamed to even do it, I think. <laughs> Just but, bring your pet on; it'll happen naturally. <laughs> well, but I can I cannot do it in other languages that I've learned. I can't do baby talk, for example, in French, or or Italian. I can't because they weren't what I heard as a baby. I guess. Yeah, but, I, I I I think. But what you are what you are talking about is 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 connection, regardless of whether you use actual words or whether you use gibberish. The what you are expressing with your gibberish is just pure love because since they're not attached to actual words, um, that's just how you how you connect with your with your pet. Yes. And that's just that's so sweet. I love that. So and people, by the way, seem to have opinions. So I, I asked um my daughter the other last night, I said, I've been meaning to ask you, do you speak gibberish or baby talk to Olga, their pet? Mm -hmm. And she said, oh, baby talk. I wouldn't speak gibberish. Oh. But perfectly comfortable. People seem to have kind of one way or the other. But yeah. yes, gibberish. Okay. Yeah. Well, I try not to judge. I mean, I think half the things I say is gibberish, but that's all other. Right. Okay. So we've, we've done. Now, that's a whole other thing, yeah. Do you, what is it, what is it that in your portraits, if you can think of a couple of stories what yes. is it the dog is saying to the person? Mm -hmm. And what is it that the person is saying to the dog or feeling that you capture? Can you put any of that in words? That's a really interesting question. Um, predominantly, so the way this came about is because a friend of mine asked me to do a portrait of her aging dog and he couldn't get up off the floor and nothing was happening because she was up in a chair and I asked her to just 
get down on the floor next to him. And the minute she did that, the energy started to, you know, the love between oh. them. And so I would say, predominantly speaking, the 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 thing that happens between them is mostly love, is what I experience is just this connection. And the way the love is expressed is different. Sometimes it's playful. Sometimes it's very spiritual or, or gentle. Sometimes it's explosive. They're very active. But it's always when the connection happens, which is what I try and get into these pictures. And it's just that moment. It's this, you know, it, it's in an instant. That's what comes through in the images is just love is you know, I love you so much. You know, it's like, I love you so much. It, 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 it's just, it's love. It's love. It's love, yes. And, and I guess trust would underlie that, huh? Oh, yeah. Well, you can't love without trust. So right. I think that that's the the, the, the global, you know. Uh, so, so you have quite a collection of, yes. of significantly well-known people. Right. Dogs. Right. Do you, yes. you go to their homes to do this? I mean, there is yes. a pandemic. When did you start be able to go to their homes? Or did you do you do any of it on Zoom or how do you do it? Yeah, no. So this so the project has been in the works for 10 years. So it's oh been my, uh, oh. it's, it's the yeah. hardest part of all of this. The hardest part is scheduling. And sometimes it would take nine months to schedule somebody because oh, wow. the schedule oh, is sure. you know, um and I've I've traveled, I've been to Mexico to uh, you know, I shot with the former first lady of Mexico. Oh, um really? I've been okay. to DC, I've been to New York. So you know, and, and setting all of that, it just takes time. And yes, there was a pause during the pandemic because I did not feel comfortable going to other people's homes. Of course. And by the way, not... I forgot that there was a before pandemic. That a yes, lot of... right. Yeah, the, B, the BP, right. And uh, so, um, and no, I, I don't do any of these in, in via Zoom because it really requires me to be present. Uh, I do not think that I could connect with the pet in the way that I have. Oh, to. I agree. Yeah. yeah. So that's why I was curious. Um, and that and, is, it's all energetic. So, you know, right. Me, I, I, I would say I'm the Deanna Troy of photographers in, in that I, I'm very empathic. I, I literally physically feel energy from other, other, other beings from humans. From oh, humans. sure. And, and when I arrive at the, after we've set up the concept and everything, and we've come to the house, the first thing I say is, I, I, I'm going to pay attention to you, but first I have to calibrate with the pet because it's really important that the pet, the, the concepts are all about behaviors and rituals and things that they normally do. It's a slice of life. It's their life. And I don't impose anything on that. I just, I'm there to capture the thing, right? So, so you so, must take snap, 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 and then choose, right? I mean, you must, how many, how many pictures do you take before you choose on the one that's Perfectly says um, what you so want. Because I'm so prepared, because I know exactly what I want, and because I'm really good at doing this, I average about 75 photos per session, which is minuscule amount. And most people shoot, you know, hundreds of pictures. They, they do, you know, they do uh -huh, uh -huh. stuff like that. I, I just don't have the time to go through hundreds and hundreds of pictures. Right. I, and I because would... I know what I want, I know when I get it. And it's also very dependent on what the pet is up to sometimes the pet is like with dogs especially i mean and and i wanted to point out i've i've shot 27 different species of animals it's not oh i was going to ask cats. you about that next are you just no. okay go ahead no 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 not just dogs and cats in the book i've got rats 
snakes. I've got oh. uh, donkeys, dogs, cats, you know. I was so unaware of that. I'm glad you said talk about rats. Yeah, rats, rats. Well, okay. I love all animals, honestly. And so, of course, the, my favorite one's the one I'm talking about in the moment. And rats are just awesome. Tell they're, why. They're very smart. They're, yeah. they're, they're I, I think the biggest surprise or the biggest misconception about animals in general is that they're all the same. Like, all dogs are the same. All rats are oh, the same. All no. the same. Ducks, the biggest surprise I ever had was ducks. Ducks are the funniest thing. They have such personality. They uh, they really, they look you up and down. You know that they're thinking. And just because animals do not have or express their intelligence in the same way that humans do, does not mean they are not intelligent. Right. And I have come to see how intelligent most species are it's really hard with reptiles it's hard to see what a tortoise oh, or yeah. a snake or you know those are the hardest ones to connect to because they're just so different right. from from mammals you know right but um if you are and i think that part of this has to do also with my ability the, the whole energy calibration when when i allow them to be in charge and respect what it is they're trying to communicate to me, I think that there is a heightened sense of understanding between us. And that is why I'm able to direct them to say, to use a word, you know, because I'm not, I don't control them, but I suggest to them what it is I'm expecting. And since these behaviors are things that they do normally in the course of their day, then it's like, oh yeah, we're going to do this now. Woo, you know, I, I'm so glad you talk about, I have a friend who has a white cockatiel as a pet. Oh. Uh -huh. She's an opera singer. And I had said to her at one point, this bird is so smart. And I, I said to her, you know, does Snowball ever sing with you? She said, no. She said, you know, you can count on one hand the five times I've ever hit a sour note. Uh -huh. But she did recently. And the bird looked at her and <laughs> out of the room, shunned her. Oh, my God. And also, they get used to it. Climbed up on her shoulders. Got very beautiful, you know, shiny, slick, black, two gray hairs. The yeah. bird got up on her shoulder and it ripped them out of her head. That really, it really bothered him or her. Something. So, Something you know, really, say they're yeah. all intelligent. Yeah. Yes. So, so what, what are some of the other, you, what about a bearded dragon? Do you have any of those? I do. I, I have, not in the book, but I, I have taken uh, photos of a bearded dragon. I've done an alligator, a porcupine. Hold on. There's a whole list. There's a whole list. Let me see if I can find it. It's too funny. Um, a cow, not a cow, pigs. Um, uh, oh, goodness. Now I'm not going to be able to find it. Well, that's okay. You know, you can send it to me separately. And, and yeah, I can, yes, yeah. Okay. 27, 27 different uh, animals. Um, yeah. Yes. Now, what, you know, to say what is your goal in publishing, having this book published? Well, um, it's really important to me. I, I try and approach life through through my heart, and and I think, you know, we're living in a very polarized time right now. And because I because of the work that I do, uh, I, I tend to I, we're, I I'm very intuitive, and and I do believe very much in the law of attraction and in energetic exchange and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And if you live your life through love through when if you approach someone and your first intent is 
expressing love, like approaching someone as you would your your pet. If you approach someone like that, um, if you look go into life with an attitude of love and acceptance and embracing and patience and compassion, that's what comes back to you. If you approach and look at life through the lens of crit criticizing and judgment and hatred and anger, that's what comes back to you. So whatever you put out there comes back to you. And in these images and with this book, I really want people to, every time they look at a, one of the images, to have that that squeeze in the heart, that sense of, oh my God, this is, I love this. And use that as, as an example of where you need to be to go forth into the world. Approach the life from that place of love. Very nice. Um, you know, it's, um, you know, I did this in collaboration. Uh, you know, proceed, a portion of the proceeds is going to go to this 501c3 charity called Apex Protection Project. And they are a wolf advocacy and education uh, organization because they have also been completely maligned and, and demonized as these terrible things. And the reality is they are really important in our ecosystem. Without them, Yellowstone was dying. They Yellowstone eradicated them and the fields and the meadows were drying up. The herds were quickly... Mm. You know, all of that stuff. And miraculously, as soon as they were reintroduced, the park healed. And so, that you know, I have, is, yeah, go ahead. Well, you talked about maligned. And I have noticed, and I think this is important, that there is a large tendency, I wish it weren't so, mm -hmm. to see animals as kind of the enemy and vicious and cruel if they're not, you know, they're just taking care of their own. They got their yeah. own agenda. Yeah. The fact that, you know, licking our faces isn't part of their agenda. Doesn't make them mean, <laughs> right? Exactly, and and seeing things through their eyes, yes, right. Well, yes. there's due to our entertainment and due to our the way humans are wired, we tend to anthropomorphize. Hey, I said the word properly, <laughs> and and so when when we look at animals that have not been domesticated, we tend to describe them with words that have no bearing to the wild like you know they're vicious when they kill well you know they're they're surviving right you know, I mean, how kind are we when we butcher yeah, an animal there's nobody there with a you. can of alpo in the in the you know waiting for them at home right um, and they have to defend themselves they have to provide right. for their this right. is it's nature and and if humans weren't around it wouldn't be any different and and so there is a distinction there is a distinction between domesticated animals and and wild sure. animals sure. But the distinction doesn't make them any less important and doesn't make them good or bad. It's just right. different. It's a different thing. So I, I have another, yeah. just an observation. I want you to say what you think. I remember as a child, and mm -hmm. this is a long time ago because I'm past 80, so I'm going back to like the 40s. Oh, you we lie. Had... <laughs> what? You lie about that age. Oh, my no. <laughs> but anyway, the point is we had trading cards. I don't know if you, we had trading cards. Yeah, I, I'm and aware each, of them, yeah. Okay, so each one was like a beautiful, and the ones that were the most important and worth the most were the animals. Yeah. There were there were certain dogs and, I mean, I can picture them. Yeah. And, you know, you would, you would give 10 something else to get one of those little dogs. Uh -huh. There's something calming about them. I have a book on just dogs. Yeah, I look at it. It's one of those you call it coffee table books. 
there is something so calming. Mm-hmm. What whatever your frame of mind is, when you start looking at pictures, would you say? Yeah. Something calming happens. Well, and it's, it's you, a proxy. You yeah. a, pardon? Yeah. It's the photographs are a proxy for actually having a pet. So, you know, if people don't have pets but want to have pets and can't have pets for whatever their apartment or the, you know, mm-hmm. allergies or whatever, whatever sure. reason photos of them is the next best proxy and you are absolutely right because like i said before animals are the an instant conduit to our heart instant okay so that's you you kind of said that in a different way before i guess that is kind of the overriding explanation and this is why we have pets because with pets remove pets get us out of our head Pets don't care about mortgages or the commute or the the evening news or, you know, your toast burnt. They don't care about that. It's like, feed me, love me, play with me. That's it. There's also something very elevating, personally, I would think, Mm -hmm. about looking after another creature. Well, that's what you're saying. Get you out of your head. You know, not full-time thinking of yourself. But but, yes, compassion for someone else other Uh than yourself. And that's a need that's a need that needs to be filled. Yes. Let me ask you something, kind yes. of aside, because I'm about love letters and the power of letters yes. is enormous. Do you do you write letters ever? I used to be a writer. And then in two thousand okay, so this kind of sort of leads into how come I became a photographer. In two thousand seven I had breast cancer and my ability to write was dramatically changed. I I, I was unable to access the words in order to write i mean i can speak just fine but if i wanted to tell a story the i just could not make that connection anymore and that led to taking photographs okay so that's another way of obviously writing yeah of writing yeah so what about letter writing i mean do you ever send a letter of you know appreciation or see i think if you have a positive thought about somebody Mm -hmm. why not just sit down write it stick it in an envelope and mail it because. I have done that. Yes. Okay. I have done that in the past. I have not done it recently. And maybe it's, maybe this is one of those habits that we need to bring back is to um, really externalize. That's what it is. Externalize our love. It's not just enough that we feel it, you know, but I think it's also important to express it and bring it into the realm of, of three-dimensionality and not just conceptually. Yes. So if you ever, if you ever feel like, if you were to do it, if I were to say to you right now, who would get your love letter right now, if you were to just sit back and write one? Gratitude, a memory, it doesn't matter. Oh my gosh. Oh my, you put me on the spot. There's just too many. <laughs> there's so okay. many. Oh, but by yeah. the way, that there's too many is a yes. perfect answer because yeah. writing a love letter isn't a one-time shot. It's kind of a way of life. Yes. You know, and gratitude taken to the grave serves no one. You might as well send it on. Exactly. Yes. Exactly. You know, and it's all it's all those times that, well, you know that they loved you, right? Well, they never said it. And it's important. You are absolutely right. It is important to to externalize it, to concretize it, to right. to let the person, the object of your gratitude, love. Yes, I think so. No, right? They, they and and also, you know, once you have it in some handwriting rules, you know, handwriting is king. Yes. Um, people can read it again and again. You can't reread a phone call, as somebody nope. said. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, memory fades. Well, memory fades, which is what, one of the reasons your book is so important. 
So all these people who are featured in your book uh -huh. look back at it years uh -huh. later and uh -huh. visually get a visual reminder of who they were at that moment. Right. Worth right. a lot, I would say. Yeah. That was, so, yes. And also, and so one thing that I'm thinking of doing more of, the, there are, are a couple of images in the book that one of them is a memorial image, which oh, um, is a very unique experience for me. And it's something that I had, it was suggested to me as I was pursuing uh, other other people to photograph. And I was originally not going to do it. And then I thought, wait, love doesn't die. So this was a one one off, really right. beautiful. And the whole experience was very different from all my other pet portraits. Obviously, there was no actual pet there. Um, but a lot of people have approached me about aging animals, like my friend who, who I, I originally started this with. And I think that I really want to start doing more of those. People suddenly look at their pet and go, oh, 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 they're they're mortal. They're they're not going to be here forever. I I want I want a photo of us, and not just you know representational photo like like traditional pit portraits where it's like this is me and Fido, this is me and you know Foofy, um, but one of my portraits where it's a frozen moment, mm -hmm. something that from their lives, a one of these connection uh, photographs. Well, also and you know if you could if you could see. Mm -hmm. uh, the, I mean, yes, there, there is something heart ripping and, and awful in a way, but mm -hmm. beautiful about seeing a creature you love all the way through life to the end. Yes, exactly. With as much love and comfort. I mean, you know, if you wanted, I could so, share so a I couple like, of pictures. Uh, if you wanted, I could share a couple of pictures if you want. From do you the have book. them handy with you right now? I do. If you Hold one up. Uh, is the screen shareable? No, uh, you oh. know, I'll, I'll I'll post them later. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. I'll I, I'll I'll do it that yes. way. Yes. All right. So we'll we'll do that later. I'll look forward to well, I'll look forward to seeing your book. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> when will it be coming out? People need so to know. the book the the uh the book is currently in pre order at any online bookstore seller that that you prefer Barnes and Noble, Amazon, all okay globally. It's available around the world. Um, it's official. Uh, date is love your pet day and who doesn't love their pet day right and that's february 20th okay uh, i like to say that uh it makes a great gift for anybody who loves their pet so yes yes and also you know i don't generally have a big feel for well celebrities i guess it's not a nice yeah. thing to say but yeah. you know people do look to them mm -hmm. as role models well, yeah. that's exactly it, and that was one of the re that was the reason I chose to do it because I have dozens of pictures of mere mortals, you know, with right. their pets that are just they're they're. I don't make any better pictures for notable people than I do for for you know regular people. But people um, tend to emulate those who are. Mm -hmm. Well, it it draws attention, but it, I also wanted to show that even the high and mighty oh. will will. Connect oh, with the gibberish to way everybody, everybody else does. Right. It humanizes them. You know, yes. we, we tend to get these 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 crazy concepts of people who are who are notable. And I wanted to show that they're they're just like you and me. So it's and a nice leveling. Of... It's leveling. It's humanizing. It's uh, it always brings it back to the love. 
and and doesn't it? Oh, good for you. I want to thank you for doing this with me. I'm so happy uh, we met. I'm so happy we met. I yeah. you're awesome. Thank you. Wonderful <laughs> questions. Ditto you. And I'm I'm gonna look for I'm gonna look for this book because I know it's gonna make me smile. Thank you. Yes, I believe it will. Thank you, dear. I hope we'll have reason to talk about something else, some other aspect of this at another time. Anytime. You know, and if there's something else that's important to you that you want to talk about to more of the public, you let me know. You bet. You sure, I sure will. And I'll send you those pictures so you can share them with your viewers. Thank you. I appreciate that a lot. Okay. Mm -hmm. So I'm just going to tell you goodbye for now. Okay.